This is the 1 to 2 p.m. Horsemanship Hour of the 2016 Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon by Weatherbeta, with voicemails sponsored by EquestrianCollections.com. To hear all 12 hours of the Radiothon, visit HorseRadioNetwork.com and click on the Radiothon banner on the right side of the page. If you are listening on iTunes or on a podcast catcher, then you will find it under the Horse Radio Network All Shows feed or the Stable Scoop Radio Show feed. If you are listening on the Horse Radio Network phone app, you will find it all 12 hours of it under the Stable Scoop radio show. To see who won the prizes and to check out the sponsors, visit HolidayRadioThon.com. Thank you all for listening and enjoy. Well, that was the beautiful Emma, 11 years old. Well done, girl. Welcome to Hour 5, the horsemanship hour of the Horse Radio Network 12-hour live holiday radiothon by Weatherbeta. With additional support provided by Equestrian Collections and Monty Roberts University. I am Glenn Geek, and filling in for Dr. Wendy and I this hour is the host of the Horses in the Morning show, Jamie Jennings. everybody i'm back and i am here with some very very special guests i'm so excited to be finally hosting a show with my dear friend debbie laux hey debbie hey jamie we finally did it didn't we we became co-hosts <laughs> it, it has happened but you know what there's somebody else on the line who's going to keep us in line and that yeah. is of course your dad monty hi monty Hi, Jamie. How you doing? <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. Debbie and I are going to try not to get in too much trouble. Right. Because you're you're going to get in, be in charge. <laughs> my dad's be on the right. phone. Yeah. 
Your you, dad you, is on. <laughs> We're tri-hosts. I just thought of something new. It's it's a tri-host. That's it. I love it. Okay. Yeah, I, that's I love right. It. This will be fun. Well, what is uh, what is Christmas like in the Roberts household and the Lauks household? Good. Uh, the Lauks actually <laughs> just we we cheat and and join the Roberts household again, exactly. don't we, Dad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's um, it's great because it's the one time that I have reserved for these 27 years <clears throat> since I met the Queen um, to be home, and um, she she encourages me to do that too. Um, so we've made that kind of a special time, uh, a little bit sacred, if you will. And uh, so I'm I will be here. Well, you've been traveling an awful lot and uh, you know what? I, I think it is a sacred time cause I didn't get an invite hey. to the house. Not you officially well, you've invited. got one now. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. Join the, 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 the throngs <laughs> and the hordes. <laughs> you don't have to lie to me. It's okay. I get it. <laughs> so we've got a couple amazing, uh, prizes for this hour, two great prizes this hour donated by Monty Roberts University. The first one is a one-year subscription uh, to, to uh, actually, Debbie, why don't you tell us what you guys are going to give away? Yeah, we're going to do that. Exactly right. A, a one-year, that's 24-7 access to Monty Roberts Equus Online University, and that's Dad's uh, immersion course in the language of Equus, and that's about a $100 value. So that's one prize. And then we have the choice of the Dooley Halter, the thing that you ride Zeus and Thor in and, uh, as a bitless bridal, but it's also Dad really um, patented that and and invented that to be a trading halter for horses uh, in a gentle way to have choice. So uh, whether it's a mini that you have, although those you can just pick up and, you know, put where you want them, or all the way up to a big draft horse, <laughs> <laughs> there's five sizes. So somebody's going to win a, a size of their choice today. Fantastic. Yeah, well, we've Debbie, got... you should say you should mm. say that there's over 400 lessons on that university, and mm. it'll take mm. you a year if you learn them <laughs> <It's> all. <true. laughs> That's true, Dad. You're right. It's it's comprehensive. We've got Will Simpson on there, and uh, we've got Stefan Peters. We've got dressage jumping. We've uh, Western reigning Richard Winters. We've got everybody on there. Oh yeah, and Monty Roberts too. That's right. Well, uh, <laughs> the thing too coming up. I don't know if it's been posted yet, but there's actually me on a pony and Monty telling me what to do. Right, that's coming up. That is coming up in the ne next series on that little halflinger you brought. That's right. I know. I don't know if I can handle it or not. Like watching it's that. cute. It's, it's really hard cute. Living it. <laughs> yeah, you did good. You did. <laughs> well, 12 hours of guests, $4,000 in prizes, 20 hosts, and all of our callers. You can go to the website at HolidayRadioThon.com if you're not already there. You can always call in 435-272-1997. Uh, and now we actually, I would love to find out, Mr. Roberts, your fantasy ride. I'm prepared. And oh, I will be two minutes <laughs> and I will sound like an American auctioneer. Um, <laughs> I was just finishing up the career of Johnny Tivio. And Johnny Tivio was, for me, the greatest horse that ever lived. He could read and write. <laughs> and um, he won four world championships for me, and mostly in the cutting and rain cow horse, but uh, raining too, straight out raining. And there's a lot of stories that I could tell you, but the fantasy ride happened right at the end of the, his career. 
and I was trying to win an, a high point at a big show, the, the biggest show in America at the time for the American Quarter Horse Association. And um, Pat was up in the stand doing the points to see where I stood, and I was in a cutting with about, I don't know, 30 horses or something in it, and I ended up second, and she came down to tell me that I, would, I had locked in the high point uh, trophy, and I, I couldn't be beaten. But I had one more class that I was entered in. So it happened to be the Western Riding, which a lot of people call Western Dressage. And um, it's flying lead changes and all sorts of things. The horse had never been, Johnny Tivio had never been through the course, nor had I ever competed in the course at all under any circumstances. That's a fact. And I went out there and I determined that there were over 60 horses already finished. And they told me that the leading horse in the nation had scored a 77. And for those of you that know the Western scoring, that is an enormous score. I had never scored uh, anything higher than a 77 before that. And I rode Johnny Tivio through that, looking down his neck and saying to myself, this is a fantasy ride. This is fantasy. I'm just thinking of what I want him to do. And he does it. And Clyde Kennedy was the judge. And he was with his mouth open, standing there at the end of it. And they announced that Johnny Tivio had a 78. And it was incredible. Um, So when Debbie said, what was your fantasy ride? Well, there it is. And that's two minutes. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, so watch. yeah. I'm so proud i'm so proud of you yeah you can you just make your own fantasy ride when you're when you're monty roberts that's incredible yeah. well uh we have debbie mcdonald actually you were able to sit down and chat with her and we just got a, a quick two minutes of, of of debbie talking to debbie about her <laughs> fantasy ride that's right she's she's the first lady of american dressage and uh, the first american dressage rider to earn the title of fei world cup dressage champion riding Brentina. let's hear her as a child debbie made her debut in the show jumping ring but moved to the sport of dressage where she rose to the top as a world cup finals champion and olympic medalist through her partnership with the brilliant mayor Brentina. Now, the international writer known as the First Lady of American Dressage, Debbie McDonald, is the U.S. Equestrian Federation's developing dressage coach, a role designed to identify and cultivate future U.S. dressage stars. Welcome, Debbie McDonald. Thank you very much. It's great to be back. Well, we want to know for this Radiothon, we've got a lot of listeners listening in, and they want to hear about your fantasy ride, any horse, past or present, and and tell us a little bit about that setting. When I was younger, when I went to the horse shows down at Del Mar, California, they still did a lot of racehorses that took them to the beach. They went um, under the railroad tracks in those days, and they walked across the street to the ocean, and we would go and watch, watch them swim the horses. And it was, it was something that I always thought, oh my gosh, how fun that would have been. So when I thought about this, I actually thought that would, what I would love and a fantasy of mine would be to have Brentina back in good shape and be able to gallop her across the shallow water at the ocean and actually be in the old days, like the old Del Mar and 
be able to ride your horse on the ocean and have the water splashing in both of our faces. And I know she would have loved that. So for me, that would be something that would be like fulfill a complete circle of what we had accomplished together. Okay. Can I just two, two amazing horse people and riders that want to ride their own horses that it just doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> it's um, true. Well, one of our sponsors today is Weatherbeta. Weatherbeta Comfitech blanket line provides thinsulate and thermoheat technology designed to provide warmth without the bulk. The thinsulate filling technology provides lightweight, breathable warmth for your horse. Meanwhile, the thermoheat lining utilizes thermal reflection to maintain warmth while preventing heat loss and allowing moisture to escape. Together, they make an amazing combination it's like science and blanketing. Uh, these fix- these features Hello? are exclusive to the Weatherbeta Comfitech Premier Thinsulate. To learn more, visit weatherbeta.com slash Comfitech. Stay tuned for the next hour for more highlights of the Comfitech range from oh, Weatherbeta. <laughs> hi, hold on one second, Martin. Let me finish the commercial Weatherbeta for winter 2016. <laughs> now, we are very happy to have on the line Martin Clunes. Debbie, take it away. Oh, hi, Martin. How are you? Hi. I'm fine, thank you. I was miles away. <laughs> I, oh, I'm so glad sense. you're here. Oh, I'm glad you're here. I'm so glad you're here then, really. That was a weather beta commercial, which is very appropriate for the UK. So let let me tell a, a little bit of our American audience who you are, if they don't already know. But you're the UK's most consistently popular television actor, hands down. Um, yes, you are. And starring <laughs> in the long-running Doc Martin about a socially challenged doctor. It's not you. In Cornwall, England, Martin and Monty appeared together on Martin's Horsepower, an investigation into man's relationship with horses. So here you go, Monty and Martin. Uh, Martin, Monty, how are you? Are you? <laughs> I'm here, Martin. Can you hear me? I can perfectly, yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How's the family? We're all grand, thank you. We're all here. Um, thank yeah. you for the afternoon. Thank you for the afternoon and birthday party and everything. I hope you got your rope. She she has it over uh, there. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah, I'm not sure whether to arm her with it just yet, but yeah. <laughs> okay. We got it. But well, thank you so much. I have to tell the listening audience that wherever I go in the world, um, my team. Uh, anytime there's a controversy of any sort, they say to me, now, Monty, settle down. Just think, what would Martin Clunes do? And uh, you're, you're speaking with the nicest man in the world. This guy uh, is just such a hero for me, and uh, I enjoy every minute that I have with him. Well, Monty, shucks. <laughs> now tell me how Ronnie and Bruce are. Um, oh, they're grand, thank you. They're really well. They're they're kind of we we haven't had massive rain. We had a couple of days, but we're all right. I'm not in feather panic mode. Usually, when it's really muddy, I wash their legs two or three times a week because the feathers get brittle bits of mud, and then they snap off, and then we're all embarrassed. Now, for those who don't know, let me jump in there because my in-laws are named Bruce and Ronnie. We're not talking about them. No, we're talking about no. Martin's Clydesdales, right? Yeah. Two Clydesdales that I had the pleasure to work with when they were babies and then came all the way through with them. And I had the distinct pleasure to watch, I think, Ronnie um, a few weeks ago. Oh, no, Bruce, Bruce, that's Bruce. 
Bruce in full dressage in their menage there on their property. And it was a sight to see. I couldn't believe how professional this horse looked out there as a Clydesdale doing maneuvers in, in the dressage world. It was just great. Yeah, it's well. Yeah, we're so proud of him. He's a real, he's a real trier. I think it's that breed thing. It's what Clydes do, isn't it? They, they put their head down and get on with whatever challenge you throw at them. That's when true, and ones. they, well, and they get along with people. They, it's a good thing mm. that they're so nice because they're so big. They would <laughs> not be nice to be around if they were, if they no, were. No, you wouldn't want to make enemies of them. No, <laughs> no, not at all. But. Uh, I think they have some questions for you because um, I just gave them my fantasy ride. Uh, I was thrown this this morning, and I I believe I did the right thing, but they're going to ask you the same question. Maybe Debbie's got that one. Well, that's right. That's exactly it. We we wanted to hear your fantasy ride, too, Martin. We just heard Dad's, and uh, it can be any horse, past or present, in any setting. Tell us what it looked like. Well, okay. Um, am I allowed two horses? Because that's the fantasy element is riding both of them. Well, they're pretty uh, tall. We'll give you. We'll give you two horses. Yeah. Thank you. Because it's the nice thing about driving them is is you get to, you know, relate to two uh, of them yes. at a time. And um, I, I I just wish there was a way of just hanging some sort of hammock between the two of them. Oh. <laughs> I just almost spit it. out my coffee. It was so cute. <laughs> It's good. It can't, I suppose somebody must have tried all this, mustn't they, at some point in history? I've never heard um, of that. I'm sure. <laughs> there'll be drawings somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> in a cave. <laughs> yes. I suppose, yes. Good I bet somebody's feathers. done it, you know. Yeah, Monty, little, haven't you yeah. done it in your stuntman days? I, I, have, I have actually gone on to a team and gone down in the middle, like you see, and then pulled it up so that the girl wouldn't die. And um, then some actor stepped in and got the girl. But um, I I did it as a teenager uh, a few times. It was not a hammock, I assure you, and it was pretty scary. But uh, but um, Martin and I have had some some good times. And in the early days of his driving Ronnie and Bruce at my demonstrations, there was some poor lady in a wheelchair that got a real startle when he went whizzing by her at about two inches from her wheelchair. and We left her in it, We left her in it. We did, yeah. we did. <laughs> and it, tur- it, it turns out that she was, uh, uh, she was injured in a, in a hunting accident and was a very good rider in her day, and she was laughing about the whole thing. Yes, she, she was. She was tickled, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was great. And uh, we've had some really good times and I, I don't want it to be the end. I just want the viewers, the, the viewers, the listeners to know that um, I did the only remote control loading that I've ever done with Martin. Oh, yeah. And um, I had a horse that was, I think two years or something. He wouldn't load on a trailer. And I just stepped back and told Martin what I would suggest he did. And he loaded the horse in about three and a half or four minutes and uh, the owners were aghast. They were just absolutely standing there with their mouths open. And the audience loved it because they always think, oh, that's Monty Roberts and he can do it, but nobody else can. And there was Martin Clunes loading this atrocious horse 
in, in no time at all. It was so much fun. I, I really it was fun, it. yes. I, I can't claim any credit for it. <laughs> Just following instructions, can, which is... That's how my life goes, Monty. You've met my wife. Well, that's me, too. <laughs> that's another world for me. <laughs> Martin, I have, to, I have to ask you, Martin, have Ronnie and Bruce, since they were started right there in the round pen, iconically, uh, on Dad's tour, have they ever yeah. appeared on Doc Martin? No, they haven't. I don't think we've <gasps> ever had a single horse. Um, no? Which, yes, we might need to address that. I think exactly. Yeah. They need we sad have, cards first. That's true, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to we have to speak with Martin's wife, Philippa, on that because uh, she sort of runs the show, doesn't she? She's the boss. Yeah. Oh, that's she's right. You boss. work together on that. Well, can you? Yes, they can just sneak she's in. She's a producer. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You have to and sneak Debbie, them in. You, in you know that you know that um, Philippa told me you can get ready to see Doc Martin do an Epley maneuver which we went over oh. while I was there about how it's helped me with my uh, balance oh, and yeah. vertigo. That's right. And yeah. uh, so Doc Martin is supposed to do an Epley maneuver on somebody <laughs> hey, uh, so in upcoming stay episodes. Okay. Stay tuned for the Epley yeah. maneuver for Doc Martin. We are we're yeah. magpies for bits of procedure, medical procedure. <laughs> Anything we can do is shoehorn it into our program. <laughs> well, in, in all in all fairness, uh, Martin, haven't you had people claim that uh, you helped them with their medical needs? Uh, and people have your show? just gone and checked. Yes, there was. There's a couple of um, um, people just went back to their GP and said, "Just can you check this lump, please?" Because yes, there was a guy with throat cancer who, um, thankfully, was you know got it uh, properly diagnosed and and was treated and recovered. But uh, yeah, he, he he said it was down to us. There was a an episode. Isn't that something? Saving lives. Isn't that something? I, and I can assure you, I I'm sure he's not a doctor, really. But uh, <laughs> I'm not. But I've got a lot of enthusiasm, which will make yeah. up for now. <laughs> <laughs> you really get to say that. I get to play one on TV. <laughs> like the iconic commercial over yeah. here. Yeah. And, yeah. and and does does Philippa ride the horses too? Does she ride the big gliding? Oh yes, yes. yes? She rides uh, dressage is her thing. Um, and yeah. she's got a, She's been she's been having that problem of trying to find the right horse for a long time. But um, he turned up three or four months ago. His name's mm-hmm. Aldo. He's Irish sport, uh, thoroughbred cross, and he's about, how old are they? Nine? He's nine. Um, And he's really nice. He's really nice, and they're getting on so well. So all the the misery of the wrong horse keep keep coming around. Yeah. yeah. And and the two of you would be so interested to hear that Philippa has been on our courses in uh, England, and um, really takes her horsemanship seriously right from the ground up with, you know... Yeah, yeah, she loves... She's a, yeah, 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 she really does, yeah. She's a great one for studying it, and she goes off on dressage weekends and things. And the, the, well, this is what she's been missing, but she's back in the swing of it now. Yeah, fun, oh, fun. That's great. Are, are we going to see more horsepower in the future? Well, I don't know, you know. I mean, I would love it. I'd go on doing it forever, but... Um, you know, there's a, you kind of have to sneak these things past them because they say, no, that's been done now. Um, uh, we might, we, well, there's a talk of doing something with the, um, 
the jockey, the the jockey club, the um, the regulating board of the horse racing in England. Mm. And maybe oh, yeah. I'm getting a sort of because that's quite, you know, that all seems to go on behind closed doors. And I think they're quite the, ready the to. The two of you should um, know that uh, Doc Martin um, and Martin Clunes on the side has been all over the world doing things for animals, including whales and fishes of the sea and and the the the, the ecology completely, but all all around the islands of England, uh, speaking to the issues of the animals. It's just been fantastic what he's done, and uh, I, I so yeah, we just did, uh, did the islands of Australia. Mm. Yeah, which was uh, ah, okay. quite a blast. Yeah. This is sort of your travel your, your travel log. You get to do these wonderful trips because you have to go film them, right? I know. Poor me. I know. I want that job. <laughs> I have to be funny, though, and you're too funny, so I can't get that job. Uh, people, <laughs> it, people enjoy. Uh, I know from the U.S. I wish we had more access to you, but um, people are um, starting to get to know you over here and they will love you like, you know, one of our most endeared actors, I'm sure, because that's the way it is in England. And um, we're very excited to see more of you over here. And it's so good to hear someone who's a genuine horse person, you know, who really has them in his yard and uh, takes good care of them, loves them. And it comes through on the on the TV in horsepower, certainly, Martin. So I appreciate that. Yeah, no, we love our horses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. <laughs> and people will love them too. Google Ronnie and Bruce and Martin Clunes, and you'll see the cutest relationship going on with these guys. I don't know. Now, do Ronnie and Bruce, do they get jealous of each other or anything, do you think? No, they don't, actually. No, they're very different personalities. Bruce is a real worker, and he's as honest as the day long. Ronnie's quite cheeky. So if he sees... Bruce being taken off to do something, he's like, well, you know, good, you go do it, I don't care. It's <laughs> quite bullshit. <laughs> you two girls, you two girls would uh, really understand when I say that um, John Forsyth is gone and reincarnated is Martin ah, Clunes. That's nice. He's the John Forsyth for me of the world. And uh, I just so admired that man and what he did in, in all of his work and how he loved his horses. Did too, Dad. You're absolutely right. Well, that's wonderful. I Thank you for calling us girls, first of all. Thank you. Love it. <laughs> love it. You love it, Jamie? Thank you. <laughs> and thank you to gentlemen for joining us today on Horseman Radio. Pleasure. It's Horse my Radio. birthday today. I'm 55 today. And I was going to say, oh, can we say birthday. happy birthday? Happy thank you very much. I'm, I'm not going to do 55 press-ups though, Monty. Oh. <laughs> no, but I, I, just re- I just realized that you could be my son, you know. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> hey, my bro, Martin Clunes. Hi. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm just one of the girls, so you guys go ahead. I, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Next happy generation. birthday. Have a great day. Thank you very much. Day. It's great to speak to you all. And thank you. Good, Martin. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Take care, Monty. Bye bye. Bye bye. Take care and bye, happy Debbie. birthday. Bye. bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Well, we've got an, another collection of wonderful voicemails brought to us by Weatherbeta. So let's go ahead and take a listen. Or sorry, these are horselovers.com. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. <laughs> 
I'm Chris Duggan, founder of Equestrian Collections, and my favorite holiday food used to be turkey. Now I'm vegan. Mm. Tofu, turkey, mm. maybe not so much. Enjoy the voicemails brought to you by Equestrian Collections. Well, welcome, Boy Martin. You're an all-in fearless rider. I'm so happy to have you on today. Fantastic. Thank you for having me on, Debbie. We want to know what what is your fantasy ride. To be honest, I was I was thinking about this for a while, and uh, I tell you which horse I'd love to event is uh, California Chrome. Uh, I, I think we would have no trouble galloping between the fences. And uh, you know, when I look at California Chrome on TV, uh, I've never seen him in person, but uh, he's just a, a fantastic specimen of a horse. And uh, yeah, he just has that great. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm very, very confident that he'd be fast enough for the cross country. Yeah, I'm not sure it's <laughs> going to happen because I, uh, I, I, I look, I know he's a, a stay-in, so I think he's worth millions, well, multi, multi-millions of dollars as a racehorse size. So the chances of the California Chrome ending up as an event horse is very, very slim. Hi, Horse Radio Network. This is Danielle Rigby wishing you the happiest of holidays from Hampton, Connecticut. Thank you so much for keeping me educated, sane, and completely laughing for the last two years. My dream horse ride would be to take my Lusitano gelding back in time and ride with Nuno Oliveira and Tom Dorrance in the same day. That would be incredible and make me so happy. Can't wait to hear the Radiothon. Thanks so much, guys. You all rock. Bye. My dream ride would be to tag along with the Ben-Hur and the Great Chariot Race behind those four white horses racing around the arena. My fantasy ride would be to ride Black Beauty. I watched all the episodes as a kid, and I wanted a horse like Beauty galloping across the moors, and Beauty always knew when there was danger around. And if you were upset, Beauty was there for you. It was such a magical show, and that would be my fantasy ride. I know you won't agree, Glenn, because you don't like Black Beauty, but for all of us who were little girls back then and watched Beauty, we loved it. Anyway, I hope you all have a great Christmas, and this is from Diane Brooks in Ontario. Hi, everyone. Fiona from England here. Being a photographer, I'm not the most talented at singing or writing poems, so I've gone for sharing my fantasy ride with you all. I would have to pick Shadowfax. He's Gandalf's horse in Lord of the Rings, but I'm sure you all knew that. Um, And the reason I pick him is because apparently he runs faster than the wind, but most importantly of all, he can understand human speech, which would make my life a heck of a lot easier. Anyway, thank you all for another fabulous year of entertainment and wishing you all happy holidays. Bye. Hey, it's Gemma. Once again, calling to wish everyone at Horse Radio Network happy holidays and happy horsey days. I'd have to say that I'm lucky in that my fantasy ride happens every day of the week. That ride is the amazing ride that each HRN show takes us listeners on. You make us laugh, cry, educate us, and most importantly, bring us together into one beautiful, supportive, horsey family. However, if given the chance, I wouldn't pass up a ride on Vallegro. Anyway, here's to the ride. Jen and Glenn go way back when, before a podcast was even a thing. Glenn said, Jen, don't see other men, and on her finger he placed a ring. Then one day Glenn said, I got this idea in my head, and horses in the morning was born.
Next thing you know, HRN was formed. Now it's Radiothon 2016. They've got the best sponsors we've ever seen. They let the auditors try products out, and we love them all without a doubt. Now 10 programs later, and 36 co-hosts, over 5,000 shows, air from coast to coast. Thanks for all your hard work. We laugh at bad ads and crack up at those jerks. Can't wait to see what next year brings. Interviews, news, and lots of things. Oh, Radiothon 2016 got the best sponsors we've ever seen. They let the auditors pry products out, and we love them all without a doubt. Yes, we love them all without a doubt. Hey, we love you all without a doubt. Make it a stress-free holiday shopping season this year. Put your feet up, pour a glass or mug of your favorite me-time beverage, click on your holiday music playlist, and go to equestriancollections.com slash holiday guide, where the perfect gift is just a click away. Relax and surf through the thousands of choices. No traffic, no hassles, no wasted time standing in line. Be a savvy shopper and always get the perfect gift at equestriancollections.com slash holiday guide. That's right, the whole universe of holiday shopping is waiting for you at equestriancollections.com slash holiday guide. With all of these voicemails and songs and poems that everybody's reading, Monty, you must think this is just a crazy group of people. <laughs> I mean it. I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> well, you're on. You're in for the ride, and we actually have a caller on hold right now that would like to get in and talk to us. Uh, Rad, are you there? I'm here. Happy holidays, guys. Thank you. And Happy holidays. You. And to you, Rad. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, I have to tell you, uh, it's an honor to have Monty on the phone as everyone else. But uh, when I first got a horse, I I was in um, Idaho. I never had a horse before, and I bought an unbroke horse stupidly. And I watched a documentary on Monty and uh, I saw a join up and I had a, a small corral, but it was still pretty big. Um, it was on the bottom of a mountain in Idaho. And so I tried doing join up out there and I'm sure I didn't do it right, but I did get a horse to run until he started to notice me. And then we had what seemed like a very successful join up at the time. And that was the beginning to my nonviolent uh, horse career because there were a lot of salty old cowboys around who said, oh, just take the back leg and tie it to the neck and go from there. And I thought there must be a better way. And I went to the library and saw Monty's documentary, and um, it, it really excited me and turned me on to that path. So thanks for that, Monty. Well, thank you for telling me that. It's great. I just love hearing stories like that. I, I just feel so lucky to... Um, that you were putting out information. Cause like I said, I knew nothing and uh, just stumbled upon that at the public library and it, it changed my world. So thanks. Well, it was, it was a costly uh, experience for me to go through because they really came after me, the world of traditional horsemanship. Um, and I suppose justifiably so they'd been doing that for 6,000 years, tying the hind leg to the neck and things like that. And, um, they really came after me, but it's been a fantastic journey that has, in fact, changed the world. And it's uh, probably reached uh, what they call uh, 
whatever that is they call and critical and mass of it, some sort. Yeah, tipping point. Mass and, and it, yeah. it won't go away. The tipping point. It won't go away now. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, Rad, awesome. thank you what so much. For, thanks yeah, for thank calling you. in and chatting with the, with him. That's got to be a really really cool thing. I mean, he's he's changing lives all over the world, and we're we're lucky to have him on the show with us. Rad, you have a happy holidays. Happy holidays and congratulations to you, Jamie. I'm excited for you. So oh, thank you. You guys, thank thanks you. for your show. Have thank a good you, one. Um, we've actually got our next guests on the line, and I'm uh, I, I'm like I'm I'm speechless to have both of these people on the show. And so, Debbie, why don't you introduce them? Because I'll get some oh, time. I'm oh, I'm so excited. <gasps> well. We have, we've so far listened to Monty, who's a Brooke a Global Ambassador, and we listened to Boyd Martin's recorded fantasy, and we listened to uh, Debbie McDonald's recorded fantasy. But now we have two more Brooke Ambassadors on the line, Allie Brock and Nick Roldan. Hi, Allie. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Hello. Thank you for, for joining us. Yeah, and there's Monty. And then is Nick on the line hi, now? Monty. Yeah, hi, guys. How are you? Nick, good to speak Monty, with you again. Oh my gosh, you, with you guys. Again as well. So, so Allie is a Olympic bronze medalist. For those who don't know, been under a rock somewhere, and the International Grand Prix dressage rider extraordinaire. And Nick made history at age 15 when he became the youngest player ever to win the United States Open Polo Championship. And today he's captain of the U.S. Polo Team and America's top-ranked player. So there's our little bit of royalty we have uh, joining us, Jamie. Isn't that fun? That's uh, yeah, I'm yes, it's very exciting. I'm I'm actually on Allie's uh, website right now, looking at all these beautiful pictures of these oh stunning God. dressage horses. Oh my gosh, I'm swooning! Yeah, th- beautiful. You oh, guys are you. amazing. All all of your horses are amazing. I mean, Nick has got a whole string of them, so there you go. There's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> lucky to have fifteen. Too, too, too many. Too, <laughs> too many. Too many uh, mouths to feed. See, yeah. Well, yeah, you're listening. No. You're, Never we have a bunch many. of listeners that are girls and, you know, we can never have too many. That's right. You notice <laughs> I said I wasn't looking at pictures of Nick. I was looking at pictures of Allie. Oh, good I note. Know. <laughs> I feel left out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted no. to have, I wanted to have all the global ambassadors that we could get on here or, or Brooke USA ambassadors on here that we could, we could stack in and we've got just a short amount of time. So I know that uh, dad has been saying, well, what's Nick's fantasy? He's been asking me what you guys is your fantasy ride so please share we'll start with you nick because uh because you were slighted uh, my there. fantasy ride you know i think i think i have two fantasy rides one there's a there's a famous horse in polo uh um that is owned by uh, adolfo camias who is probably the well he is the best Argent, uh, polo player to ever play and um, he has a horse named quartetera which is uh has won numerous awards um both in the united states and in uh in argentina and um uh, you know, it's it's an incredible horse, like no horse that's uh, that's ever played polo. And um, I, I mean, I think, I mean, if I could ever get the chance to play that horse on field one at Palermo, that would be a huge, huge dream and a fantasy. Um, and uh, I think the other one would be, I think, running down the beach on like Secretariat or Barbaro. Um, <laughs> that, you know, I think that, that that would be that would be kind of exciting to go be going down the beach flat out. So. Um, yeah. I love Nick with that reach of his, man, go for the best. And uh, <laughs> right? wh- what I hear from Adolfo is that uh, this mare is just incredible. Uh, yeah, she's, I mean, she's, uh, she's a freak. She's, uh, 
you know, I don't think he's ever had a horse like that. And, um, I mean, now, you know, that they've pulled embryos and they actually have clones of her now, which is incredible. Yeah. Um, that he's, he's playing in the Argentine open, which is, uh, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of weird to see, but at the same time, pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Um, but to be playing and he's playing the her, he's playing her as well as, as well as the clones, which is, um, it's never wow. been done before, but, um, she's a spectacular mare and, um, you know, the, the, the sort of mares, um, I'm, I'm sure Ali, you know, in, in your industry and in your sport, you, you sort of dream of having, um, you know, those, are the horses that win, that win events and win games and stuff like that. So, but Nick, isn't, oh, it, isn't it absolutely wonderful that Polo is finally talking about the horses so much instead of just yeah. the goals and so forth. And you're, you're a big part of that and memo and Carlos who's passed away. And, uh, and also Adolfo, uh, have really brought that to life and gosh, the whole world of horsemanship looks, um, looks up at you for that. And, uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, horses, uh, you know, without, without the horses, uh, you know, we wouldn't be who we are and, and, uh, you know, that's, um, you know, one of the reasons for my, for being involved, uh, for me getting involved with the brook as well is, you know, uh, is, um, you know, I can, so, we can sort of relate. So you're the man um, you, you rock, Nick. Thank you. And thank you, Monty. That, that means a lot coming from you. Allie, what about that ride then? Well, um, you're all probably going to laugh at me. Uh, I'm not maybe as <laughs> ambitious in the same sense as Nick, but you know, I, I grew up, um, I mean, probably in one of my favorite movies of all time is the black stallion. Oh, and yeah. I've n- never ever gotten over that super iconic scene where he he asks the horse to come out with him into the ocean, and then he gets on him and he falls off, and he gets on him and he falls off, and he finally gets on him and sticks on him, and they go tearing down through the water, then down the beach, and he lets go, and and that for me, honestly, you know, I I do what I do because I love horses. It's um. In the dressage, it's so much about the relationship, a long-term relationship usually that you have with a with a specific animal, and that for me uh, has that scene has never left me, and that would be my ultimate like, yeah, yeah, that that would do. Oh, it. That sounds pretty cool. That's, that's so good yeah. to hear, Ali. And yeah. um, just the other day, I met Charlotte for the first time. And, oh, cool. Um, yeah, and I didn't know but what she would say, oh, Molly Roberts, yeah, hi, and walk away. I, I didn't know who I was going to meet, you know. And I met the most wonderful young lady who actually has helped in so many ways to bring harmony between horse and rider for for dressage. And uh, yes. we all know that dressage has come from the world of traditional horsemanship like everything else. But yes, it it has moved in recent years. My my hero in dressage uh, was Rembrandt, and and mm-hmm. yet Rem, Rembrandt did not lead a very good life, and he was demanded from pretty harshly. And yes, since since Rembrandt, it has changed like day and night. I think you'll agree. And when yes. Charlotte won London, and they said it was because of harmony between horse and rider. I just went, yes, we've made it. Um, and so I'm, I'm certainly a fan. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I think all of us are, and, and I was actually up in central park when she came over and, and, and 
brought the brought Allegro there recently and, of course, got to see her at the Olympics. And, of course, and I was actually at London, too, watching. And it's it's really, really important that combinations like her and Allegro are what they put first. Because yeah. in the end of the day, it does come down to the judging. And, and it's, you know, the judges are responsible in a way of rewarding the correct thing. And yeah. um, for her to be so successful... Um, it was, it's such an important turning point for the sport. Yeah, so, don't we have to give Carl, don't we have to give Carl a lot of credit for bringing that little girl credit. from Essex and uh, helping yep. her understand tremendous. these things, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, Carl Hester. Absolutely. Hester, for those of you listening. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Well, I mean, I'm listening to three people who love their horses, and there's no doubt why you're. Brooke Ambassadors, Brooke USA or Brooke Global. Charlotte Dujardin happens to be a Brooke Global Ambassador as well. So there we are. You guys love your horses. You love working for the cause of better horses. For those who don't know, Brooke, uh, it, Brooke Animal Welfare Charity is a U.S. Ba- a UK based, but now uh, has a branch in the U.S. Uh, to the and these guys: Nick, Allie, Monty, Boyd, Debbie. Charlotte all love their horses enough to leave them and go overseas and, uh, and put their time in. And I know you guys are going, that's on your list to do, I think. Is that right, Nick? Or have you done that yet? Yeah, I was, uh, no, I was in Guatemala this year. Yeah, that's right. Wow. So I didn't, I, yeah, I had my first experience and, uh, I mean, it was, it was pretty, uh, you know, it, it was an eye opener, um, just to be able to see, um, the sort of suffering uh, that a lot of those donkeys and mules and work and horses go through, um, you know, but you know, the beauty, the beauty of the brook as well is that you're not only helping the animals, but you're helping the families because yeah. um, if the animals are in good shape and if the animals are taken care of properly and, and shod bright uh, correctly and, and have a well nutrition, then the families are in better health and better safety and in better, um, you know, they live a better life. So, um, you know, it's, it, it works both ways. And did yeah. you meet Cunning- Katie Cunningham there? Do you remember did, that? Did I meet? No, Katie. I didn't meet Katie. I don't no, think, so. she, I think we tried working. to get them together. Yeah. Okay. She's working yeah. hard to, to reduce domestic violence through the use of horses in, in, uh, Guatemala. And we're, we're oh, certainly right, right, proud right. of her. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It, it's, yeah. It's fantastic. And, uh, I think we have something maybe coming up in June, don't we? Yes, we do. We're, we're well. I did. We we hosted uh, the Brook USA's first event here in the United States in last March, um, which was a huge success. And uh, you know, we're we're working at our our second event now in the same. It's going to be the same date this year for 2017. And then we're also adding an event that we're going to do in June, uh, June 20th, I think. Um, in London, actually in, in Cowdery, in, in at Cowdery Estate, which is about uh, 35, 40 minutes outside of London in a beautiful yeah. estate. And, um, you know, obviously we, we, we hope, uh, Monty, that you, you, you'll be able to attend and, and anybody else, any of the other book ambassadors, obviously um, we'd love everyone there. So, but I think it's going to be a huge success too. Well, the hint has been dropped in my ear and uh, I go yeah. where I'm told, so... <laughs> <laughs> and I and I love it. I I look forward uh, to that sort of thing. Uh, well, that would be a huge honor. So, yeah, maybe we can get some certain lady to show up there, if possible. Ooh. Yes, 
That would be fun. Yeah. That certain lady. And yes. uh, and Allie, you're invited. So <laughs> um, get of Allie course. in here. You you haven't been on your trip yet, Allie, is that right? To Egypt or India? No, or? there was some yeah. yeah, there was some discussion about me going to Ethiopia this next year. Ethiopia. And, wow. Um, yeah. So so that's really this this year was pretty tough um for me to, to leave. And that's a good thing because what I was doing. you've been, yes, yeah, you've been doing was, great. Yeah. yeah, it was a good yeah. thing. But but I for sure will go to the to the front and see. And I think it. it's really important. And I think the Brook is is one of the best, most symbiotic charities out there. Where, like Nick said, it's a it's an equal opportunity in a way. You're you're helping the working animals, which in turn help the families. And yeah, so it's. To me, it's such a win-win, and it's so important for um, us professional equestrians to support organizations such as this. You guys are great. You guys are great. I so appreciate having you on today, and I so appreciate you taking out busy time that you guys are in the prime of your performance life. And and, and I'm including Dad on that. And and, uh, Drew, you're only better. Of course. So I, I do, I do appreciate you doing that and we'll get you all together on some, some fun place on earth, huh? I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Right. That's right. And Allie, I'm going to get you and Jamie together. She's, she's adopting a a child from Ethiopia. So, um, Oh, wow. Yes, that's right, Jamie. Yeah. And, uh, so together, let's go together and pick one out. I'm thinking maybe or something. Yes. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us on uh, the Radiothon today. Well, this is Marty and I'm proud to be on with all of you. Oh, same. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Thanks y'all. Thank you guys. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, what a, what a thrill that was. And just the brook and what they do. It just, if you want to check it out, definitely go to their website and you'll see some just incredible heart wrenching, but inspiring pictures, uh, from the things that they do helping working equines all over the world. Um, and like I said, they, they help the families as well as the animals, like Nick said. So very, very cool. Well, yeah. Uh, I think I think Monty's gone, but he was he was gonna pick the winner, but I think he just like Uh-oh. peaced out. Did he? <laughs> yeah, out. we lost Monty. He disappeared into the. Thing. He was he, looking for bye, and he. I took don't know it. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Monty. <laughs> he got hungry, huh? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. There's like, I'm done with these. There. I'm done with these people. I don't want to hear another voicemail. <laughs> I'm going to ride. (laughs) (laughs) They were some great interviews. It was Radio Gold hearing Monty earlier in the show with Martin. Uh, That was. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just sat back and I know I'm supposed to like kind of just sit back and be quiet. I was laughing so hard. (laughs) And just you have to pay attention to the things he was saying. I'm like, oh, my God. And then Martin has that voice that I can't do the British accent, but he has that voice. Yeah, I'd like to hear that. It's very soothing. (laughs) Doesn't he do a cartoon character too? See, and I just found out about that. And if I would have known he was Kippa, I would have given him a big hug. I love the we love watching the little Kipper. Uh, he's a little cartoon dog, and he's adorable with this <laughs> little British accent. I didn't know that was him. It's probably good I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have harassed him. But like, do Kipper, do Kipper, do Kipper again. <laughs> Just do one line of him, please, for me. Tell I, me about jumping in. 
muddy my puddles. <laughs> I have to give a plug at the end of this hour to to my good friend Debbie, who we met a long time ago at a fundraiser, actually, and uh, in Wellington. Um, yes, and, and it was right. it was a lot of fun to meet you guys. Where I met Monty for the first time too. Oh, and, is that right? Both yep, of us. Yep, yeah, both of you for the first time there. And then I saw you again at the World Questioning Games. I think. Yeah, I think we ran yes, into each other over absolutely. there. Absolutely, you were behind a microphone then. Yeah, yep. you were waving and walking by. And then I thought, <laughs> you know what? We got to get her on as a host. Now it took me five, six years. Yeah, <laughs> uh, of talking and convincing because she's kind of always been the background person, and I always said, Debbie, you have to be out in front of the microphone. You're really good at this, and she kept saying, No. No, don't make me do it. Um, I think I gave you names of other people. You did. (laughs) You did. (laughs) And then I think I lied and said I called them, but I didn't because I kept thinking that you would be the one to do that show, Horsemanship Radio. And I was right, wasn't I? Because people love your show. Well, thank I you. I, I and I love your shows, you guys. But no, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. But you know, I'm I'm sort of one of those you got to get all your ducks in a row before, and it just took me five or six years to get ducks in a row. But now I'm having fun. I really am. I'm just glad to put all these guys well, together. I feel we, like I just get to listen to good conversations. We have 27 hosts, and we always say that you're the classy one. Uh, actually, bring some oh, class oh. to the party because out of 27, you should have one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why i loved it that monty kept calling it you girls you girls I know. like <laughs> i like i'm the girl she's like a lady <laughs> monty can get away with that because he's at the age where you can say if i said that i would be up I, hr department would be knocking on my door <laughs> good thing we don't have an hr department i know yeah <laughs> Now, That's what right. we didn't before we before you move on to giving away the prizes, we did not find out who Debbie's fantasy ride was. <gasps> we missed out. Oh, who was that? That's great. Well, my fantasy ride. Okay, so I did prepare a little bit for this, but I really wanted to hear Dad's fantasy ride. But my mine is really easy because I've been begging him for years. I want Dad to recreate his trip to the desert on BLM Mustang. You know, out to the to the Mustangs to the. Uh, preserves. And, uh, I want to go on a good willing partner's horse, a good solid gelding, you know, mom and dad raise up these wonderful horses and you, you guys have ridden them. I, I know Glenn has anyway. And if they're good enough for Glenn, right, they're good enough for all of us. Mm-hmm. And so, and right. I want him Darn to Darn it. I've ridden that. everything. You have. <laughs> yeah. You've been on, been our willing partner's horse. And I want him to go out there with me on a, on one of his horses and just recreate those scenes of these herds and tell it, you know, interpret for us and, um, tell us what the dynamics are, because I want to, I want to videotape all of this and, and share that with people because in the book, it's one of the more profound things that people talk about in his man that listens to horses, the original book, his autobiography that he wrote. And, um, I want to see that. That's my fantasy. That'd I want to see so that. so amazing. Don't oh, my think? gosh. Just watching him to... ride around the, the Mustang herds. Like, just to, just to watch my two Mustangs talk, try to, like, I try to decipher through all the things I've learned at Money Roberts University, like, what they're saying to each other. And to be able to watch him watch a herd, oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. Well, thank yeah, you, Debbie, I, for that. Now we have to get on to prizes, though. People ooh, are waiting. They want to know who won. And we've had somebody waiting online a long time, one of our listeners named Sandy, and we're going to bring her on. Uh, hopefully, Sandy will help us pick a number. How about that? Oh, cool. Perfect. Sandy, are hey, you Hey, Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Sandy? Hi, how are you doing? Good. Merry yes, Christmas. can you hear me? Yes, we can hear oh. you. Would you okay, like good. to help us pick a prize for this hour? Sure. All right. Debbie, tell us what the prize is. 
Well, there's two great prizes this hour, Glenn. It's donated. First is the Monty Roberts University subscription, and that's a one-year subscription to Monty's Equus Online University. We call it the Rosetta Stone for Equus, the language of horses. <laughs> and you have 24-hour, seven days a week access to over 400 of Monty's video lessons and uh, and his friends. And uh, also a one patented dually training halter in the size of your choice. And the total value of that package is over $150. Do I sound like Vanna White or something? Yeah, that's close. <laughs> well, done. well done. Yeah. All right, let's do the membership first. And what numbers okay. are we going with, Wendy? All right, pick a number between 1 and 228. Sandy? Um, we'll go with number one. Whoa, oh, number one. one. Oh, wait nice. a second. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> number girl. one number is Abby Bassner. Abby Bassner wins the Monty Roberts University. Yay. Hey, Yay. Thanks, Wendy, Abby. Awesome You'll be talking to me, Abby. Okay. <laughs> and now Abby, the... we'll, we'll see you next year because you're about to sit and watch about a million hours of videos online. That's right. <laughs> Super fascinating. Nothing <laughs> else to do for a year now. Yes. And now we have the Dooley Halter, which my thing. my pony went out in this morning because he he pretty much goes in and out in his Dooley Halter because he's a little excited about food this time of year. So, uh, Sandy, what was the numbers again, Wendy? One to two hundred and twenty-eight. Right. Um. Well, we'll do two hundred and twenty. Two twenty is. Tabitha Moore. Tabitha Moore. That congratulations, <laughs> Tabitha. Well done. And thank you for entering. And of course, Sandy, you are entered as well, but we've run out of time for this hour. Thank you for helping and Merry Christmas. You're welcome. Merry Christmas to you too. Bye, guys. Merry Christmas. All right, guys, it's time for you to cut out too. You're out of here. All it's- right, <laughs> Jamie, let's go. I'm going to go ride with uh, Debbie McDonald and Brentina on the beach. So see oh. you guys later. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's a good Hillmark. idea. Cool. There we go. Oh, that All was right. so awesome. All right, we have coming Bye, up Debbie. next the Certified Bye. Horsemanship Happy Hour holidays. with Christy and a bunch more terrific guests and voicemails and everything coming up. Woo! 